Hello, everybody, and welcome to Athletic Definition. My name is Coach Ray Z, and today my guest is Dio Jerome. Dio uh, is a math teacher, a high school math teacher. He's also an ultra runner, uh, marathoner. He is, uh, this is an insane number. He's going to be completing his 500th race marathon, ultra marathon, this October 31st. He's also a race walker. He's ran 50 marathons in all 50 states, uh, including all seven continents. Uh, He's also a big uh, Olympic fan, and I see him always going to all the different uh, Olympic games, which just as a huge sports fan, seems like, uh, you know, maybe some people get to do that once in a lifetime, but I see you get to go like almost every four years. So there's a lot to talk about and also recently turned a game show contestant. So uh, welcome. Welcome uh, to to Fireside, uh, Dio. Yeah, hello. Hello, everyone who's listening. Yeah. Um, yeah my, my, the, the Jerome is my middle name. <laughs> Actually, that's not my okay. last name. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, but yeah. but I'm so, that's how I've known you. I think I've known yeah, you over 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, Jerome. And it's so funny because, like, um, every time I tell my name, Dio, and people, they thought it's Dale, D A L E. And it and and it, I never like co- uh, corrected them. Like I just got like, oh yeah. And then I was like, I thought your name is no, it's Deo. Deo. It's like a short for a, a really full uh, like long name. But now like uh, that Jerome is my middle name. I never use my my last name because I don't like my student, you know, to search me in social media. I know how kids they do, <laughs> and I don't like that. I feel like that's kind of like the privacy thing, and I kind of like like it. Oh, Jerome. Oh, that's kind of like cool. And they they went they went find out that my middle name is that's me that that Jerome so oh I could see yes uh, I I know other teachers that uh try to hide their privacy on social media completely yeah. understand and you know every time I have someone on I always like to start off from the beginning uh as a kid were you active did you right away find a passion for running or or no because I grew up in the Philippines so when I was growing up when I was in grade school or like high school. The only people that I see running are like the soldiers or the not really the cops, it's the soldiers. And because it's too hot and humid, so I was like, and sometimes when I see them running, what are they doing? Like they're crazy and it's so hot in here, right? But at the same time, I'm really into sports because my dad used to work for Department of Education and Culture and Sports, and he does uh, kind of like every time there's this athletic meet in the Philippines. He's in charge with that with this region, the Philippines, where, where he's from. Then when we moved to Manila when I was seven, then it was uh dealing with southern Tagalog, like those provinces south of Manila. So every time there's athletic meet, I always like visit my dad and I'll be there for a a, a week. Then I we go to their dorm for the athletes. So I I'm, I always fascinated with athletes. And sometimes I watch a soccer, mostly track and field actually, because and sometimes they have this track and field meet. I'll be like in inside the track and field, and my dad was the one pulling the trigger, and I see those runners running around. But I wasn't really like, I love watching sport, but I I don't really do it when I was growing up. Then when I went to high school, I went to this special science high school that there's no sports at all. It's just academics. Wow. Then when I went to college, like uh, I just got like probably busy with my friends and school then we just but I still love sports even that time but I don't have really I don't really play any sports like 
probably I'll play volleyball or bowling, but running, I, I never run when I was in the Philippines until I moved here. So, which is I moved here back in 88. So, and then when you moved over here, uh, did you start running right away? Did someone introduce mm -hmm. you to the sport? No. So I moved here in 88. So I love sports. I love watching football, baseball. I used to, my goal before is I like to go to all baseball park. I used to collect like the a baseball from different base, baseball parks. Like I have one from, from Wrigley Field. I have one from like uh, the old Yankee Stadium, like that. And I used to work in a bank and I used to like, uh, like a, a merchant who's relatives of Brett Saberhagen. And I even have an autographed baseball of that guy. Then I love watching sports, but I never really like got into like having, you know, a sport of, you know, playing sports, you know, myself. Then until uh, when I hit 30, felt like there's something missing. Like, but yes, I always get kind of like, like that uh, depression, you know, like, and financially I'm not secured. Like, what would I like to do? Then, and I went to this counseling, somebody, Ask me what do you like to do? This counselor, oh, I like sports. Oh, why not join different clubs, like a bowling club or a running club? So I started joining a running club. Then at the same year, I have a friend ask me, why not let's train for the LA Marathon? And also, my sister, my oldest sister, used to do the LA Marathon. I used to drive her to the start of the marathon. They used to start in LA Coliseum. So what I do, I drive her there, then she leaves, she runs the marathons, and for me, I go back to the car, then I'll be sleeping for I, I don't know, you know, I don't even know how long it took her. I just go back to my car and sleep for about probably like three hours. Then after like that, I'm gonna go back and see those faster runners finishing. Then I, I keep telling myself, Oh, one day I'm gonna I'm gonna start training. I'm gonna start training and running a marathon. Like then all of a sudden after a week, I forget it again. Then here comes following week. I'm going to drive my sister again to LA Marathon. Not till 96. I think 96. I think that's the time I saw the movie Forrest Gump. <laughs> like, and I, that kind of like movie kind of like motivate me. That's why if you look at my email, it's so funny. It's like run Forrest Gump. So my email is like run, there you run. So now look at this. Even this one says run, there you run. <laughs> wow. My races uh in like like my fundraising race in March, it's always that name run day run. Then, you know, that's how I started. Like I got motivated by the by my sister, the movie Forrest Gump, and I think when I started running, I think my depression's kinda like I, I was a lot better as a person. Then I met several a lot of uh people, like nice people from the running club that I joined. I was part of Los Angeles front runners. And when I start training for the LA Marathon, I was with LA road runners and we start uh, like running in Venice. So that's, you know, then I met a lot of several people there, especially front runners. Then recently back in 2010, I joined 2011, I joined runner circle. That's where I met you. Yes. Which is to me, I'm, you know, I, I know you for a long time and I know you ran a lot of races, but hearing that you didn't start till like you were 30 to almost hit uh, 500 marathons, that that's amazing. That means at some point you just went straight. I know I am old. I'm almost like well, no, I mean, 
you went worse than Forrest Gump because that means you just went race after race after race because yeah. okay, you started running, training for your first LA marathon and and yeah, but after I finished the first LA marathon, because uh, I think I got so many injuries like. I have an injury that December then, but the thing is, I'm, I'm so like, I already paid for that. And, and I don't know, I think I paid, I think that time's like $70. And for me, I'm so, I don't like to spend money. Like, like, oh my God, I don't like to waste this money. I know I can do it. I can do it. And I did it. But the thing is, I was running slow, the 16 miles. And after 16 miles, I cannot run anymore. Every time I start running, I'm cramping. So I almost start crying. Oh my God. I might not finish this and I might be the last person to finish it. Then I look behind me. Oh my God, there's more people behind me. So like, oh, you know what? I'm not alone. So I can finish this. So I did 518. Then I told myself after I finished, you know what? This is it. This would be my last marathon. And or if I do it, I'll just do it once a year. Then the following year, oh, probably I'll train again. Then my, my what they call it, my... My time is better, but still like four and a half, which is that time is good for me. Then I told myself, you know what? Probably uh, I should uh, uh, do it again. And the rock and roll, you know, the San Diego rock and roll marathon? Yes. The pressure was 98. And uh, I did that, right? So they're saying like, uh, if you can do rock and roll mar uh, marathon. So I registered. Then it's so funny when you re registered. Before I'm kind of like this is my secret, but you know, they not no one will crucify me. When we registered before, it's by mail. There's no online registration, right? So I was thinking, am I, I wasn't even sure if I'm gonna do it or not. Will I do rock and roll San Diego Marathon? Then when I decided to mail my my registration, it got sold out because it's the first year. So like, oh my God. So you know what? I kind of like lied. I told, I called them. Hey, did you guys receive my, what they call my check? Cause it hasn't cleared yet. And they said, oh, we haven't received it yet. Okay. So I sent them a check. Then I got in. And for now I've done it since the beginning. Then when yes, I, I, I was yeah. going to say uh, for anyone who just joining in and listening in, uh, the reason Dio said he's not going to get crucified is because he is a legacy runner there. And if people don't know what a legacy runner is, a legacy is a, person who has ran every single race, uh, but Dio's done the marathon, uh, every single year that they've had the race, and I believe San Diego is at least 30 years old, maybe? No, no. I think it's, uh, it started 98, so 20-something, 23. Okay. But, and you're also a legacy in more than one race as well. Uh, the Operation Jack, I was a legacy for that one, but now... I just talked to Sam, you know, the race director, that it will not happen anymore because of COVID, this and that. And there's a, there's some other stuff because it's like a fundraising. It's hard for a fundraising uh, marathon that uh, when they don't have it, then they'll lose money, something like that. So they don't have it anymore. That one, what else? I think now it's only San Diego. And of course, my run every, my run every March, my fundraising run for Students Run LA organized by it used to be organized by runner circle then after the second year and after the first year uh los angeles front honor took over then now it's our like seventh year it's funny because i started that when i turned 50 and i told the owner of a uh, runner circle joe Ma matthias i told him hey joe you know what 
I like to do something special for my 50th birthday. I like to do a 50K, like uh, one kilometer for each year. And plus also, since it's not everyone will do a 50K, I will do Some people can do a 5K. Some people can do a 10K. So what we do, you know, remember those three-mile loop in from Rounder Circle to Griffith Park? Yes. That three-mile. So I thought, why not do that? Like, oh... People may not do like, might like in, enjoy loops. So that was like I was, I was told. It's okay, they'll do it. They can just do one loop. Then if if they're okay, they can do two loops. But for me, I'm gonna do like ten loops of that one, ten loops of that, uh, or uh, I forget that. Yeah, ten loops of that three mile. So I, I saw like it's like eleven loops because like supposed to be thirty one, thirty one miles. So so that's what I did, and and I love loops because I won't get lost if it loops. Oh really? And the thing is, I like when I run loops. I like seeing other people from running back or running. You know, I had the mirror behind me, and I like that uh, aspect of uh, of running in loops. So, because I see them, because I got that idea from I used, my only hundred miler. It's the nanny goat. It's like a mile loop in Riverside in this horse ranch in Riverside. That you do it uh, over and over and over again, so that's my and I, I like it because I see other runners and it's um, it's I like socialization with other runners. They're really you know, especially ultra runners. They're really like down to earth people. Yes, I, I've heard of the nanny goat. I haven't had the opportunity to do it. I I don't know if I would like the the whole loop. Uh, I gotta try it. You know, you might part, probably part... do that as a relay because there's some really there. They could like this could like. These guys, I think, I, I think there's six, or six of them. They do a relay, and they're all wearing pink, and they drink beer. So okay. every every certain, I don't know how many loops they drink beer, then do loops again, and it's so funny because they're kind of like it gets louder and louder as, as uh, you know when you're running with them. Like, oh my god, they're they're all really drunk. So, and uh. You know, I, I just want to go backwards a little bit because I know you said your plan was to just run a marathon and then you weren't too happy with your time. And then uh, you were like, well, maybe I'll just do it once a year. And then you signed up for San Diego. And then yeah. at what point did you just like kind of, because to almost do 500 marathons, did you just start doing like a marathon a month for years? Or at what point did you decide, you know what? I like, was your plan to get to 500 marathons or you just kind of were doing it for fun and you just ended up with so many? Yeah. So what happened, like when, after, after I did my, like my, that rock, San Diego rock and roll, I did a 401 and I just want to do, to break four hours. And it's like, oh my God, what's this? Then this is too much. Like then I got into race walking. Then the following year, that same year I did, uh, what they call it, Honolulu Marathon, race walking. Then I was like, I think I was the second race walker in that time, walk, walking division, they have a walk, and I got a plaque, I, I got second. So I got motivated, like, oh, it's fun. I, I, I like to get this award. So probably I should be race walking and to try, like to prove myself that I have the patience to be there for that long. So the following year, 99, all my, my marathons, I have eight of them. They're kind of like all race walking. And, I never get injured. So I'll probably this is good. But at some point, I'll just go back to running. Then I did that. Then 2000, 
So in 99, I did eight marathons, always walking. Then 2000, I told myself, you know what? I see other people doing this marathon a month. Probably I, I did that uh, marathon. So like uh, on like 2000, yeah, 2000, because it's like the new in the millennium like that. I'll do a marathon every month. So every month I do a marathon, one for January, then February, then, you know, March, of course, LA Marathon, everything, right? In November, I was doing this marathon in, uh, I think, Rhode Island, Ocean State Marathon. And after the race, I don't feel, I think my body, I don't even know what kind of injury I had. But the following uh, month, I'm supposed to do Western Hemisphere Marathon. And the good thing, I haven't registered yet. Western Hemisphere Marathon used to be the oldest marathon in the Western uh, Hemisphere. Like it, it's in Culver City. And I'm supposed to do that, but I got injured. I didn't do that. So 2000, I only did 11. So I told myself, you know what? I'm almost there. Probably I can do it the following way. I can do 12. And I end up with 15. Then I told myself, you know what? I can. I think I can do this. Like, and I never like if I do that really easy, I don't get injured. So then I got 15, 15, 18. All of a sudden, now I'm doing probably 18 to 20 a year. And I joined the the other online club. Like, have you heard of Marathon Maniacs? Yes. The Marathon Maniacs. So 2003. It's so funny because when I was doing so. In 2000, I was thinking, you know what? There's this group. There's this group I joined. One of them is Marathon Maniacs that we they run almost every week or every month, something like that. And they have this uh, classification, gold level, silver level, something like that. How many stars? Actually, I'm, I'm 10 stars there now. So I'm kind of like, I'm actually one of their Hall of Famer. <laughs> then I also joined the 50 States Club. So when I was doing that, I meet other people. When I travel, say, I'll go to Montana. In a plane, small plane, I'll see other people running the marathon. So I met several people there. So what I was, so I have these two goals, to run the 50 states at the same time to run more marathons. And, and the how is, long did, how long I never did get it take injured. You to, to do the 50 states? Because I know people, it's taken them 12 years. Okay. And some it's people. got, you know what, with the, with that group, the 50 states, it, it, so when you realize that some people can do it, then you're saying, oh, if they can do it, I can do it too. So what happened is uh, when 2000, I was thinking, wait, how many states do I have? Then I, I think I, at that time I have like seven or eight. Why not I should do a marathon, like at least five or six marathon um, state in a year? Then I kind of like set up my kind of like, I used to go to Marathon Guide because they have the list of those marathons. Then I was kind of like, I don't know, I just kind of like plan it. Then I used to work, I work in San Fernando High School. We used to be year-round, meaning our school is open year-round. But we worked four months and off two months. Four months, off two months, two months. And the thing with my, I was in the track, that's where off, we, we start working in June, July. Oh no, July, July, August. Then at the beginning of September, like that holiday there, we go off. So we're off September, October. Then I'll go back again end of October. So I'm working October, uh, end of October, November, December. 
January, Feb, then March, I'm off again. So I'm off September, October, March, and April. Those are the good marathon months. That's why, uh, that's where I start doing my kind of like my, my states. Then I finish it. So I finished it to 2005. So about five my, my years? My last state is Virginia. And it's kind of like anticlimactic when I did Virginia because the, uh, the week before that, I did, uh, oh, the month before that, I did my 100th marathon in Long Beach. And when I did that, my running club prepared something for me, like a party afterwards. And, you know, I was so kind of like grateful for my running club and for my running friends, this and that. So there's so many people there and my, my relatives, my mom, my dad, you know, my, my siblings and my cousins, you know, they're all there cheering for me in Long Beach, right? I even have like a, that, that yellow shirt made for that uh, particular race that I, can, that, uh, that I wore. Then the following month, I did my, Last state, Virginia, and I don't know anyone there and didn't even announce that it's my 50 states, you know, didn't even, you know, do that. And I asked them like before that, like uh, probably about May that I'm doing Virginia, like um, Richmond, uh, I forget the race in Virginia that I did. So I told them that if I can have Bib 50, because it's my 50th state, and it's okay, okay, sure. Uh, we're gonna send you an email, uh, like um, we message you right before, uh, you know, few weeks before that race. And then they messaged me. They told me like, oh, you, we're not giving the fifty because somebody asked that they're turning fifty. So I didn't give that. Then when I finish, there's not really much here. So it's kind of like anticlimactic. Comparing mm-hmm. when I did my hundredth marathon, it's like there's so many people cheering for me. I have so many friends. Well, out of all the 50 states, uh, is there a particular state you like to run or race? Because, uh, and, then and then after that, is that what gave you the idea to run the seven continents after you did the yes. states? And the, the funny thing, when I finished the the 50 states, like, oh my God, and, and it's kind of like expensive. That's why before I used to get those like cube and like $50 off from United Airlines for the airfare. And if you travel to those uh, states like Montana or Idaho, I think sometimes it's a lot more, or North Dakota, the airfare is more expensive than like say New York, you know, if it's a main hub. So, but the thing is, uh, uh, for my expenses, since I, when I'm off September, October, March, April, what I do, like, I sub like I was like just to pay for my travel expenses when I'm doing the 50 states. Then when when I finish that, oh, what's my next goal? Oh, my next goal is the continents. And I was was thinking, oh, that's a lot easier because that time I'm already in, of course, North America, right? I've done you know US many times. Then I did uh, Australia back in 2000, uh, 2002. Then 2001, I did France. So I would have three, right? So like, oh, I only have three. I have four more. Then there's this trip going to Antarctica, like this trip and like with marathon tours. And I went with them. That's a, oh my God, that's an experience. And that time is really, really, uh, it, it's expensive, but it's not as expensive now. Probably now it's like triple the price what I paid back in 2000. When did I go there? 2007, I think. Yeah, 2000, 2000, yeah, 2007. 
I think I did Antarctica 2007. So when we went back to Argentina, because we flew from Ushuaia, the tip of, uh, from Buenos Aires, we flew to the tip of, uh, the south tip of Argentina. Then we took the, the boat going to the peninsula, the Antarctica. Then when we went back there, after a day in Ushuaia, they have another marathon in Argentina. Ushuaia, end of the world, Tierra del Fuego marathon. So I did that. So I hit two, two continents, Antarctica and South America. Wow. So South America will be Argentina. Then the following year, so I still need, uh, I still need South America, uh, South uh, uh, Africa. So I went to Cape Town in South Africa and did that in 2000. I forget if, if, if it's 2007 or eight. I used to remember all the dates. Then, you know what? The funny, ironically, I'm originally from the Philippines. You know what's my last uh, continent? Uh, <laughs> Asia. Oh, okay. It's Asia. And thinking that it will be in the Philippines. No, it's not in the Philippines. It's in Thailand. You did a marathon in Thailand. Yeah, I did a marathon in Pattaya. But Pattaya is, you know, it's not really like, you know, that's really scenic, you know. So when when it was and that, and that time I got like, food poison because I went to Manila first, and when I arrived in Pattaya, like I don't feel really good anymore. But I still finish. But the thing is, when I finished, I was like, I was like uh, running with this older uh, woman like that, and actually she beat me because <laughs> I was like, I almost like puke because I'm really really tired. I'm like my body like, but you know what? I can finish this, and I did. And the funny thing, when I was finishing, there's a lot of, because they started really, really, really early in 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 the morning, because it will it, it gets so humid in 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 Asia, in in Pattaya, in Thailand. Then when I went back to the Philippines, few, I think I'm um, a week or two weeks after that, I did a marathon in the Philippines. So my last continent is in Asia, but it's not in the Philippines; it's in Thailand. So. Was uh, Antarctica the coldest location you ran? Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes, like I said, there's some races not like it's really, really cold. Like uh, the, the you know, the Walt Disney World? Yes. In Orlando, they started really, really cold. I don't know whether after that it gets like warmer. It's just like that's what I remember every time I do. Uh, Disney World before I used to do that I used to do that a lot like back in like mid 2005 something like that they have those I I did the first remember you have heard of dopey right yeah the dopey challenges and yeah that's all they start a 5k then then 10k 5k on what they call it on Thursday 10k on Friday and then Saturday half marathon and the full marathon is Saturday. It used to be only marathon and half marathon on Sunday. But, you know, Disney, they want to make more money. So they split them. Those Saturday is the, what they call it, the half marathon. And Sunday is the full marathon. And the first year they did that, I did it. And I almost missed my, what they call it, I almost missed my, the start of the race in the that Saturday, because you know, like uh, I told him, oh, I need a wake up call at a certain time, and <laughs> they didn't call me, so I got. I'm like, what's this? Like, and I like like thirty minutes before the race starts. And the thing is, 
I'm near the 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 start of the race. But when I went to that like like highway going to Disney World, I think I'm the only car there. When when I park, I was the last car park, and I always saw the what they call it the the people going to the start of the race. This is only the half marathon, right? So kind of, I was kind of like my heartbeat. Oh my god, I was so nervous. Like my god, I'm not gonna miss the race. I I did it so I can do the 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 drive there in the starting line within three five minutes it started so i still have my heartbeat but turns out that i did well i did fast in that half marathon that was like like am i stupid i still have to do the following day a marathon the following day so when i did the following when i did the marathon around mile i think 18 i was cramping big time but i finished it but I, I, I still finish it under four. And that time, you know, that time, yeah, I'm not really that satisfied, but I still have been under four. But now, if I finish under four, I'm really, really happy. It's been a while that I haven't been under four. I slow down. When I turn 50, I slow down a lot. So I know you're close to 500 uh, marathons, ultra marathons. you got one tomorrow, and you'll complete yeah. 500 by the October 31st, uh, which is your final race that you're doing to complete 500? Okay, so actually I have 496 now. I did two weeks, two weeks ago, I did uh, Sean O'Brien marathon, by, you know, you know Kira was the race director and Sean O'Brien is a real person. But they- Sean O'Brien, I got to meet him, run with him. It's a, if I remember correctly, that's a beautiful course by the Malibu Mountains, right? And the thing is, uh, what they call that, uh, like, uh, when I did that, I went to watch a concert. So I went to watch a concert all the way in Irvine. So by the time that the, the main, uh, the main band start playing, it's already nine. Then I still have to sleep, you know, then. I told myself, oh, it's okay, coming back probably it will only take me an hour driving back. And I hit the traffic because there's, I think, an accident. They closed the road. So by the time I get back, it's already like uh, past 12. Then I went to bed at 1. Then I have to get up at 4.30. Then, and it's kind of like, so by, by the time I get there, you know what? I don't like to push myself. So I was relaxing. Then all of a sudden, like, I didn't realize that they have a cutoff. So I was planning to do the 50K, Right. So in the turnaround in the marathon, they told me, oh, you just missed the cutoff by two minutes. The the sweeper just left. What? I never worry about the cutoff. So like, like, oh my God. So I, I was demoralized after like the next four miles of just like walking the hills this and that. Like then after that, oh, you know, you know what? At least I, I can downgrade, but it's still a marathon from a 50K. I went down to 26 miles, but actually it's not 26 miles. It's like 27.5 miles. It's a lot longer. So and and told me oh, it's still a marathon finish. So that's my last race. That will be the my four ninety six. So tomorrow Bulldog is fifty k, and I look at the cutoff and it's there. It's a lot easier than Sean O'Brien. So that will be my four ninety seven. Then next week I'm doing I'm doing Long Beach marathon. Okay. That's four ninety eight. Then October twenty four I'm doing Rock and Roll because they move it to. To October from June to October. So Rock then my last one, October 31. 
October 31, my running club is gonna like uh, organizing a race for me in the track in this high school in LA. So I am doing like, I'm doing laps in the track. But the thing is, I'm also a race walker. It's a lot easier for me just to race walk it than running it because the run is too much fun. But the good thing is it's a track. It's a lot softer, but uh, I like to relax. So more. So if I, I race walk, my body's more relaxed. I can control my temperature. So I just told uh, the race director, you know what? I'm going to race walk it. It will take me probably five and a half, five, five forty-five race walk in. So, do you have you ever uh, have have you considered uh, becoming a race walker for the Olympics or trying? No, no way, because uh, they're fast. Like every time I, I've done those five thousand, ten thousand in the track in Chula Vista, sometimes they have those guys. They're Olympians. They're fast. They do like like a seven minute mile, and for me, I do walking? it. Wow, eleven? Huh? That's, that's speed walking. Wow. I yeah, speed walking. So when we're doing it, we're like race walking like that. And the thing is, you have to have that form. There's two rules. You cannot, the front leg cannot be bent. And the lifting, one foot supposed to be on the ground all the time. But the thing is, they, they will race walk so fast that they look like they're running. So every time I race walk, and probably 5,000 meters, it's like 12 and a half laps in the track. So around probably after me, right before, probably after like four laps, they start lapping me. And I can hear them at the back. <laughs> They're breathing and they were told, oh, what will you do? We are slow ones. Oh, the, the judges said, you guys stay on your lane in the first lane. Let them go around you. Or else if you go to the second lane, you're just going like to bump each other. And, and you know, I, I could talk to you for the whole hour about running, but also I've seen that you've got to go to a bunch of Olympic games. And uh, when oh, did you start uh, that? And how many Olympic games have you gone to now? Okay. For winter, winter Olympics, I've only been once because, you know, I, I like, uh, I like, I like summer Olympics better, but of course the best, uh, Olympic sports I love to watch. I don't know if you watch it biathlon. That's the best. I love that. When they ski, then start shooting. I like that one. So I only did one Winter Olympics, Vancouver, because I have a friend who lives in Vancouver. And that time, he got a ticket for the opening ceremony. So I got in to see that. Uh, and also, we went to Whistler. We saw Biathlon and Nordic Combine. Then the first one, I went 96 in Atlanta. My friend invited me. Oh, you want to go, go to... Uh, Atlanta with us because what happened they bought a package they bought a package and the package is for four people I think one of them can make it so they asked me if I can go so we went there but our package we're staying in Macon which is like I don't know I forgot probably more than an hour drive from from Atlanta so we have to take the bus and from the bus they have to drop off near near the, the downtown and I was we just left you know remember the bombing in Atlanta Probably your oh, two years. That's right, yeah. No, yeah. I, I remember hearing about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like uh, when uh, when it happened, we just left. Our bus just left uh, downtown. So, you know, we're too far of Macon. I wasn't even, I didn't even call my mom or my sisters about it. So when I got back home, oh my God, they were so pissed with me. They were so upset. How come you didn't call like that? I'm too far. How will I know that? But how we know that I'm too far? <laughs> so they were so pissed with me. So like, then Atlanta, then 2000. That's the time that I really appreciated Olympics because I really plan it. And I have a friend who lives in Sydney. 
So I was there in 2000, and I, I love Sydney so much that 2002, I went back there. So every other year, I go back to Sydney. I love wow. Sydney. So I did Sydney 2000. I miss I miss uh, Athens because I think work-wise, there's so many, like, you know, like uh, I think I was so busy. In that time, I mean, uh, my school calendar, I worked during summer. So it won't happen because I'm working as a teacher. But back in 2008, we changed our school calendar. We changed to a traditional school. So we're off summer. So Beijing, I did Beijing 2008 because I'm off on uh, August that summer. Because we used to start September. Now we start at August, like mid-August. Then at the same time, I'm I'm, I'm so lucky because I have a friend, like a classmate from college back in the Philippines. He was working in this five-star hotel. So he told me, oh, you can stay with me. So I'm staying in this five-star hotel in near the, the their subway or the train station. It's perfect. Then 2012, I went to and and in Beijing it's so easy to get tickets, and I went there. I didn't buy any tickets at all. Then I just bought my tickets from the scalpers, and my friends work. They give them tickets too. So I I went to several athletics event, and then be, uh, but in London, London it's so hard to get Olympic tickets. I only I only saw three uh, Olympic events, uh, three or four. It's like, but in Beijing, I saw a lot. I even, I saw when Usain Bolt broke the record, 9.69, the 100. So each, each ticket is per event. You, you just can't get a ticket and go to multiple events? Uh, for athletics, it depends. There's a day session, there's an evening session. Obviously, the evening session is more expensive because those are the finals. But the thing is, since I'm so experienced, there's some day events that they have finals too. That just like, oh my God, the Tokyo Olympics. I know that the 400 meter hurdles, the, the Norwegian guy, I have a ticket for that event. And um, the Sydney and Delilah, you know, the, the, the two Americans and 400 meter hurdles, I have a ticket for that event. And those are day events. And it's a lot cheaper than the evening. But I know how to, you know, what are the good ones. So, so I have, but it, it didn't happen. Tokyo didn't happen. But at least I got, you know, refunded. But I'm still waiting for my other refund from, from another side because I'm dual. I have a dual citizenship. So if you buy tickets with, uh, you're an American, you buy it through Co-Sports. And Co-Sports, they returned that my, my, my money right away, like, like, like around August. But for if you're a Philippine citizen or Australian citizens, they go through Kingdom Sports. So I bought some tickets there too. But I'm still waiting for the refund. But they just they just emailed me last week that they're gonna I'm gonna receive the refund soon. Then yeah, that's how I buy tickets. But of course they make money because when they refunded your ticket, they took away the twenty percent, the service charge. That's where they make money from the service mm -hmm. charge and also the conversion rate. When they converted it, the conversion is a lot, you know, they make money from that one. So 2000, then 2016, Rio, I went to Rio. So I'm, I, and Rio, the, the, the tickets, it's a lot, a lot easier to get it because 
at that time because of the Zika virus, no one likes to go to Rio. So they have a lot of extra tickets. But the thing is with for Rio, my schedule, like I can I cannot go the whole two weeks. And the second week is a track and field. So I was so pissed because you know I have to go back to work. So I saw some uh, Olympic events there. Then, but the best one is when that Filipina weightlifter won silver. I was there with my Philippine flag. <laughs> <laughs> then I was. They, they took our photo. Then I was in like a Philippine newspaper with these other Filipinos in one of the 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 newspaper. I was on the side. I was cut off. I was so yeah. So that that's uh, so Rio, and and when Rio, my my last day there is a, I think I think it's Sunday. But I met this Filipina marathoner. Uh, uh, he was doing, I think with the marathons, you have to do four laps. And that time I'm leaving Rio, I'm flying back to LA, to LA, right? So I was, okay, I need to see, see her. So I saw her three times. The third lap, I took a photo of her and video. After that, I took the taxi, I went to the airport. Then it's, uh, uh, I arrived in LAX at 8 a.m. And it's a first day of school. But no, no students. Like we just have a meeting. So from LAX, I took the flyaway to uh, to the valley. Then from there, I went to my mom's house, pick up my car, and went to school. I I felt like I smelled like the air, uh, an airplane, you know. So I, I didn't even change because I was in the hair because I don't like to be to be you know you know they they might find out that I'm not there yet. So I arrived at 11 a.m. They just they just finished the faculty our meeting. So like they were asking me, what, what, where are you? Like, oh, I was just uh, getting my key from the custodian. Like, but actually, I was, I was late. So that, when I got home, oh my god, I'm so tired. Like, oh, that's the worst. That's the worst part of teaching the first day of school because you're not, you're on vacation all of a sudden. Oh, it's reality. You have to go back to work. Like, then of course I went to uh, 2016. Then Tokyo never happened. And are you uh, planning to go to the next Olympics? Of course. Because now we only have to wait, what? Paris. Two, three years now? Uh, 2024 in Paris. In Paris. And I like to go. Do, I think they they have this uh, people's marathon. They open it for, you know, kind of like a Paris marathon, but during the Olympics. Okay. Oh, so, okay. Then 2028, of course, LA, right? Then 2032, it's in Australia and Brisbane. And I have relatives there, so I might go there too. And hopefully, by that time, oh, I'm like in my, I'm old. So I'll be like my 60s. <laughs> so. And so is it the sport you enjoy the most in the Olympics, the the track? The really track, like? mostly athletics. I'm not really into swimming. They're all kind of like, uh, you can really, you know. I, you know I, I, I think I saw swimming once in Atlanta. I didn't really enjoy it, you know. And it, and, like, I like I like watching like and track track you can see them running and you know and of course the reason why I cannot swim too so probably that's why I'm not really into it you know uh, I, you know what I've noticed is that there's a lot of strong uh, endurance Filipino runners out there uh, yeah. have you noticed that oh uh, yeah but the thing is in the Philippines uh, what do you mean like endurance Filipinos well, like, like like uh if you go on Amazon you can see uh it's something it's a ultra running movie and it has Ben Gatos in it and it oh, has like, oh, Joe yeah, in it 
And then uh, like uh, my other friend who's uh, Thomas Zane, he, uh, after they changed the Batwater course, oh, he's Filipino okay. and, and he finished it as well. Then you with your 500 marathons yeah. and, yeah, I, I mean, I kind it's too hot for me, and plus, I think you have to train. And for me, I don't, I don't know. That's why you know, Peachy, right? Peachy Poso. Oh yeah, Peachy. <laughs> she was, she was saying, I can't believe you, you, you just do it, and you don't train as much. Because I don't like training. I like to do. I like the the like you know the whole atmosphere of being in a race or in a marathon. But now after the pandemic, I think I, I train more. But you know, what happened? Like Ben is the first person who did bad water. <laughs> So me yeah. and back in, I think we're the first two Filipinos who in the U.S. who's been running marathons or ultras. Ben is more ultra, I'm more like the marathon person. At that time, there's only me, Ben, and Carmela, another is Filipina. Then around 2009, probably as early as 2000, 2010, it became more popular. And even the Philippines, there's more races there now. Like they're, they're ultra in those kind of like, you know, in the mountains, this and that. It became real popular in 2009, 2010. So now every time I go back in the Philippines, I used to do like a, like a, a race there, a 50K or a, most of the time it's a marathon. One time I was there for five, five weeks. So I have five weekends. Four of those weekends, I have a race. So like, so, you know. It became really big now. Then I think Ben started doing the bad water and a lot of Filipinos starting training for the bad water now. But Ben was the first one. Yeah, I mean, there's always someone and then he inspires generations of yeah. people. And, and then also, uh, you know, I want to touch on you coaching because you, you're part of a Students Run LA. Yeah. And, and uh, I've had a guest on here before. Part of them, they're a great organization started okay. by no, two I teachers know. who help uh, students run, complete the first marathon. If you look at the statistics, they go on to college and graduate. So there's a lot of good qualities from it. And uh, you being a high school teacher, spending time. And then besides that, you go and you train with them in running. What I know you have a passion for running. Is that what motivated you to start coaching? Yeah. Uh, when I... When I uh... Even before I started teaching at San Fernando, there's this guy back in 98 asked me, hey, okay, you want to be part of Students Run? What's that? Oh, this, then, oh. And then I look at the, the website, this and that. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, can you be my, uh, like, part of our group? This the guy used to work in Chatsworth High School. Just attend the meeting. Okay, so I, I was the one attending meeting, but actually I'm not really running with that school. But when I got hired, 99 in San Fernando High School, one of the board, uh, the principal, our former principal uh, there was uh, in the board of students run LA. So I started uh, joining. Uh, there's probably about that time, there's like five of us teachers. And there's the main teacher like that. Then, and we, at that time, there's no limit how many students. We used to have 30, 40 students in our team. Then... Since the group's getting bigger and bigger, so they, they have a, a cap for each school. So now our school, we can only have up to 19, but they added one because we won in a raffle. So about 20 this year. So when that uh, main person left, and for me, because I do my 50s, uh, my 50 states or like my marathoning almost every, probably I do like two marathons a month. So I cannot really be the primary leader because I have this personal races that I have to do also. Then I told the 
the the staff the in our school who wants to take over uh, students from LA, and no one wants to do it. I was like, like you know what? I guess I have to. I have to take it because, or else I like this program to be in our school. Or as if no one take it, then there's no more SRL in San Fernando. So I took it, right? And at the same time, I saw this uh, this uh, woman who works in our after school program in one of the races, and I talked to her, and she told me, "Oh, you know what? I can help you. I'll do the training and the stretching. Then I'm the one. I, I'm doing the paperwork, so it works fine. Not, not till." She has to leave the school. I think she got married and went to I think Canada. Then, then I took. I was the main person again. So, but this year there's uh, two other teachers who's helping me. But I love that program. So I've been with them since '98. So, been coaching with students from LA since 1998. Yeah, actually '99 because '98. I'm not really. I'm just kind of like attending the meeting. I'm not really like running with them. But I start running with the kids '99. And uh, with last year because of COVID, uh, I told them like uh, I'm not really like comfortable running with kids because you know sometimes there's a lockdown this and that. So the other person, the other teacher in our school was taking over it, but turns out that there's only like three who did that, and we did it virtual anyway. So we all have three uh, runners. But this year, I think we have. We have 20 spots. As of now, we have 18, I think, still running. So, and, but they're training for the March one, not for this November. Okay. The only one, the only students run LA doing the November one are the alumni. I think they have some spots for the alumni, alum, alumni, SRLA alumni that want to do the November uh, LA marathon. And I'm doing and- that. Yeah, I'm gonna do it too. Only because I want to keep won my in the raffle. <laughs> Oh, you, you got the raffle? Nice. Yeah, when, when we have this kind of like a uh, conference with students from LA, and they raffle some prizes. They give us tickets, like you know, I think five tickets, and they have different prices. Oh, probably I should like put three tickets in this one. So they pick me right away. <laughs> well, that that's a good uh, two hundred dollars uh, you saved right there. LA Marathon mm-hmm. is not cheap. It's Right now, over t- I think they, tonight they do a price increase, so yeah, it's probably yeah, like at two twenty right now. Yeah, but when we do the SRLA in March, since we're coaches, we get in for free. That's kind of like our kind of like you as know. you should, as you should. You get yeah. spend time with the kids, uh, coaching, yeah. and uh, man, Dio, you've done so much. Uh, traveled everywhere, and you so know what? I'm injury free. My last injury back 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 in two thousand. Yeah, you know, we used to run a lot together, and then uh, COVID happened, and yeah. uh, I didn't see anybody. And then I went to this race out in the middle of nowhere uh, towards Area 51, and I wasn't expecting to see anybody I knew. And then I hear, Ray, and I oh, turn around, no. and it's you. I'm like, uh, who else would be trying out in the middle of nowhere trying to do a marathon, uh, you know, stack up the numbers? And that was an interesting marathon, only 20 of us doing it. We had to start I six feet apart know. in the middle of nowhere. Uh, I know. I, th- I think I was kind of like struggling because you didn't realize that's the elevation. That's high, up high there. And you didn't realize that you're going up because it's dark. Yeah. 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 That, that was uh, interesting. It was good, though, because at that point, there was no live racing. So just to get that taste again was, uh, you know, what I needed at the moment to kind of get through that 
difficult year. And that's the that's the nighttime, right? That was the Area 51. Now, normally yeah, that, that, it is at night, but it started earlier that day because it was just out and back. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I did the one, the, the nighttime one, the midnight. The, the midnight one, that one ends in the back of Area 51. And then yeah. you guys get bus back. Yeah, because that's what's, uh, the one that you did is the one last year, right? Right. But, but it was because of COVID. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. The daytime. So what happened? The real one. Remember the turnaround. Mm-hmm. The real one. You don't turn around. You go through the alien inn. Yeah. Because I did. Like, the... uh, when did I? Do? I did like August. Is it August or June? I forget. Uh, last year I did the the real one. The full, full, full mid uh, full moon midnight marathon. And uh, once you complete five hundred races are do you have already another goal in mind say oh uh, you know my goal that- next, my goal i like to do more international and marathon so there's another group because <laughs> every time i do those international marathon there was under i see these americans there's they have this group called marathon globe trotters mm-hmm. so they go to different you know different countries doing the marathon i'm supposed to go to cayman islands last this coming december so american airlines emailed me that they're canceling their flights because of covid then after a week united called me because i i'm going there with united coming back uh with the americans they both emailed me that they're canceling their flights so it turns out that they canceling their marathon because of covid they haven't controlled it yet so okay and that, that that's in the caymans right there yeah, and it's so that's why like I have a uh, a credit balance in my credit card because they refunded my what I spent. Oh, I saved money. <laughs> yeah, I have so many races pushed back. It, it it went from one year to two years. Now I'm looking. No, that's why all 2022. the twenty twenty two. Yeah, so actually the Marathon Maniacs, I was the first member from California. So if they wow. see those marathon maniacs, oh hey maniacs, and they, oh what's your number? Oh I'm five thousand, blah 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 blah. How about you? And they told him two twenty two, Because I met them when they forming the group. I met them in Pocatello, Idaho, and these three guys they were talking. And they're from Seattle. They're talking, oh we're forming this group called Marathon Maniacs. Like email us like that, and I emailed them like, then I became member number twenty two. Now there's about almost sixteen thousand. Yeah, I run into them a lot. They're like, "Oh, you're you're basically a maniac." I'm like, "Yeah, but I don't want to pay to be a maniac." So that's the only reason I'm not an official marathon. Maniac. Oh, because now they have this membership. They have this like a uh, lifetime membership now. So when they start doing that, so I I I message the founder, "Hey, do I need to pay lifetime? I don't think so. I've been paying. Oh no, you get in for <laughs> for free now." We've been with the the club for you know forever, so since the beginning, so it's kind of like and, cool. And usually, this is where I I offer anyone on my show to go ahead and pitch or say promote anything you want. And I know you said there's nothing really that you want to promote except uh, students from LA. So if people yeah. did want to donate to students from LA or look at that cause. How how can they go about that? Do they have a website? Yeah, they can go srla.org, and there's a, a link there. So my fundraising race every like uh, March and you know I think they might do it in January. All the proceeds goes to Students Run LA. So during this year, because because it's virtual, we did this virtual event 
we raised more than 7,000 for students run LA. Wow. So that, all that was... no one's getting paid all the member in the, the club president of front runners, he's very organized and really, really good. And then all the proceeds in that race will go to students run LA. Then now they asked me before, what do you like to do in your 500 marathon? Are you doing it in LA or New York? Cause I'm just planning, I will do it in Los Angeles marathon or New York marathon. Then they asked me, oh, you want us to organize a special race for you? Only kind of like a special race for you. It's all about you. And I said, well, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to do it in a track, October 31. But details will follow. So probably if, if there's a registration, and again, proceeds will go to students run LA too. Because I've well, been with them. It's a good program. I've been with them yeah. since 98. So. so. Well, I definitely... Uh, want to thank you for being my guest and uh sharing a little bit of of your story my olympics I, you know an hour's not enough with all the races you've done could definitely just talk about all the different races experiences cities states that you liked and then yeah. the continents as a whole different hour yeah. and then just with all the olympic ones so thank you so much uh, i definitely would love to have you on in the future maybe after you break your record or Maybe after the next Olympic Games, you can tell us more uh, about your other goals that you have. Or my game show appearance. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't really want to mention that, but I guess as long as we don't mention what show, I know. You, may be, you may be seeing him in a, a, some TV uh, game shows coming soon. Well-known ones. That, that's all I could say. Okay. And, and uh, my name is Coach Ray Z. You can find me on all my social media handles under Coach Ray Z, including my website. And I have athletic definition every Thursday and Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific time zone. Next week, I will be having Dr. Sarah and Ricky, who is a Muay fighter. So uh, thank you, everyone, for joining. You have a great weekend. And Dio, thank you so much once again. Okay, thank you, Ray, for the opportunity.